0: Bell launched the Whole Pantry app last year. The Whole Pantry was born through Bell's own battle with brain cancer. She was diagnosed with terminal cancer a few years ago. After trying the traditional treatment methods, she turned to Whole Foods to heal herself instead. And she soon began to develop an app. Fake wellness guru, Bell Gibson, has fronted federal court in Melbourne to be grilled. Over- a Melbourne woman who faked having cancer to make money. Belle Gibson amassed a huge following thanks to her massive Instagram followers, her cookbook and self-made app. She wasn't just an influencer or celebrity making hundreds of thousands of dollars by doing what her peers had always done. She was different. She'd suffered real tragedies and she'd come through stronger than ever. And better yet, she'd done it all on her own, with a new kind of medicine. The healthy eating, clean girl aesthetic had cured her of not one not two, but five different cancers. She attributed her miracle to something you at home could achieve too for the low price of 37 Australian dollars. She'd figured out a new treatment process and she wanted to share it with the world. Bell described how back in 2010, she was told she wouldn't be able to have children, but just a short while later, she got pregnant with her son. Then in 2012, assuming she'd not be able to have any more children, she realised she was pregnant again. This time, however, she miscarried at five months. And after that, Bell said she needed something to break the negative cycle and realised that there must be other people out there feeling as, quote, unsupported as she was. And so that's when she started posting on Instagram and the social media scam of a lifetime was born. This is Redrum, stories about the true victims of crime. Belle's success was elevated by her being at the very start of Instagram and she managed to reach a huge number of people. Especially people who were facing similarly difficult situations. Her Instagram followers increased by hundreds and then thousands. And Belle wanted so badly to share how she'd achieved such a miraculous recovery. She would upload photos and posts with a real focus on visually appealing food and it was seen as a clean eating page. But sharing her tips and advice on Instagram wasn't enough. It wasn't reaching enough people and so she decided to launch the Whole Pantry app in August of 2013 and it was noted at the time as being the first health and wellness app in the world. And the app, which cost $3.79, was inhaled by her Instagram followers. It ran on iPhone, iPad and iPod Touch and made a huge noise, cashing in $750,000 from the App Store. The unbelievable launch of the Whole Pantry app got the attention of Apple, who got in contact with Bell and offered her the opportunity to come and work with them in developing a new product with them. Bell was flown out to California to work with them on a number of occasions over the following couple of years, and Apple continued to promote the Whole Pantry app on the App Store. No doubt the main reason for this was to do with the huge amount of money it was bringing in, but it also may have had something to do with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, was diagnosed with a rare form of pancreatic cancer back in 2003. After reading the book, The Mucusless Diet System, Steve became a fruitarian which means he gave up dairy and meat and he started eating a diet of mainly fruit. This diet is known to be dangerous in terms of malnourishment and it is reported to have made his condition worse, although that's not been proven by any means. And so, Belle was now rubbing shoulders with the really high up people at Apple and she was loving it. Because of the success of her app, she announced to her followers that she had given $300,000 to charity typing quote don't forget for every app downloaded until this sunday your purchase goes straight to the 2h project and the boomy Sea hat foundation to prevent maternal and infant deaths the app was voted best food and drink app of 2013. and by the time 2015 rolled around bell had been in contact with one of the largest publishing houses in the whole world penguin she had been in contact with them and they had made a deal with her she was going to write a book called The Whole Pantry, based on her hit-selling app. Her book detailed over 80 plant-based recipes that were, quote, delicious and nourishing and aimed at nurturing the body. In it, she speaks about passing on a wealth of information all to do with living a healthy life. She talks about supporting everything from superfoods to detoxing to natural beauty. Belle wrote very clearly in her cookbook what her journey had been. If people were gonna buy the book, they needed to know Her story in its full, dramatic and filmic entirety. In the book, at the beginning, Belle wrote exactly about her journey and how she had discovered that she'd been diagnosed with cancer. It all started one day when she was at work and she suffered a stroke. She fought hard for the next three weeks, trying to figure out what was wrong, seeing specialist after specialist after specialist. Eventually, she writes that the doctor called her back into his office and told her the devastating news that she did have malignant brain cancer and she had a maximum time left to live of four months. Quote, I remember a suffocating, choking feeling and then not much else. Given this diagnosis of up to four months left to live, she prepared herself, she'd have to say goodbye to her family, her friends, and her young son. And so Belle decided to start recommended treatment. And at first she began doing radiotherapy and chemotherapy, but soon she decided to change tack. She said she'd be doing radiotherapy and chemotherapy for around two months, when one day she'd woken up in a park opposite melbourne hospital and realized that she'd been passed out for a number of hours and that's when she made this big life-changing decision she said that quote if all i had was between one hour and a month to live i was not going to spend it passed out on hospital lawn knee-deep in nausea and other side effects i pulled myself out of chemo and radiotherapy my doctors freaked out but they couldn't stop me I started travelling around the country speaking to anyone who could help me and treating myself through nutrition and holistic medicine. Meanwhile, I just kept reading, educating myself. Everything I know now is gleaned from reading and speaking with as many people as possible. I was empowering myself to save my own life through nutrition, patience, determination and love. I'm sure everyone who's ever had cancer would be really, really pleased to know that all they need to do is just look to patience and love. The next few weeks passed by, and then the next few months passed by. And before she knew it, the four-month period that she'd been given as a timeline had long gone and Belle was feeling happier and healthier than ever and by all accounts she had healed herself and she put this down to a number of things. She'd cut out sugar, she didn't eat preservatives or GMO foods and she wasn't eating dairy or gluten. And one of the things Belle swore by was Gerson therapy. Gerson therapy is a strict organic vegetarian diet made up of high potassium foods with added minerals and nutrients as well as coffee. The therapy was developed by a German doctor in the 1920s and this doctor claimed that it had helped cure him of really intense migraines. He then went on to use this therapy to he said treat other things such as TB and cancer and its foundation is the belief that cancer in the body is because of too much salt in comparison to the amount of potassium in the body. Gerson therapy follows a strict diet that includes up to 13 glasses of fresh fruit juices a day, as well as coffee. It claims to excrete toxins from the liver and the colon, as well as getting rid of certain cancer cells. Cancer Research UK, however, says that there is no scientific backing for this form of treatment. And it lists some side effects such as heart problems, Diarrhea, dehydration, skin irritation, and infections. Sometime during all of this, Belle posted on her social media, quote, It's unfortunate that there is someone on my Instagram trying to discredit the natural healing path I am on. On the day of her son's fourth birthday, Belle had a seizure and she collapsed, and People at the birthday party rushed over to try and help her. And when she came to, she told them not to call an ambulance and that she seemed to be fine. But just two weeks later, Belle put another post on her Instagram this time saying that she had been diagnosed with a third and a fourth cancer. She went on to say that this time she'd been to see another doctor, someone different, and he had told her that yes, she did have cancer and it had spread to other parts of her body and this included her blood, her uterus and her spleen. And then in 2018, it came to light that Bell had given or claimed to have given $300,000 to charity after the launch of her app and her book. However, that money had never actually made it to those charities. A social media post outlining this went viral and it wasn't long before certain things started disappearing from Belle's account. She began deleting posts from her social media that had anything to do with her terminal illness or her recovery. Alongside this, journalist Nick Toscano was one of the first people to call Belle out on this charity fraud. He asked her to provide evidence for her charity donations and to answer questions about Inconsistencies in her story. He sent Belle questions because she was avoiding his calls, and when she did eventually reply, she sent a long, rambly letter, but she wouldn't respond any more than that. Afterwards, she sat down with newspaper The Australian, and this is when her story really begins to unravel for the first time publicly. She told them that there was a possibility that her brain cancer was just misdiagnosed. By this point, Bell's story had gained a huge amount of attention from journalists, reporters, and the general public, and people wanted to know what was going on. And so various individuals started to try and verify some of Bell's accounts. And this is when her story started to change significantly. Remember how in her book, Bell had outlined the journey that she'd been on, the fact that she'd gone to this doctor's office, he'd called her in and he'd given her that devastating news. Well, Now, Bell said that she had met immunologist and neurologist Mark Johns back in 2009 and he had come to her house and conducted some tests on her. Specifically, the piece of equipment that he attached to her was a German machine and this machine conducted some tests that would work out her frequencies and they determined that she had this cancer. She said she'd initially lied about how this diagnosis was given to her because she was worried that her followers would assume that there was something going on, they would be worried for her or they would be disappointed for her. This Mark John's character could never be tracked down and on top of this the person she said gave her that second diagnosis of having the third and fourth cancers he he was tracked down but it was revealed that he had never given her this diagnosis and he said he wasn't qualified to even do so and that's when some previous things came to light that bell had said and it was soon revealed that they were all extreme fabrications and lies as well. When she was a teenager, she claimed that she was going to have to undergo life-saving heart surgery. The lie went on and on, to the point where she was typing from her hospital bed, she said, and that she had died on the table in the operating room, but had come back to life. When faced with the evidence that she wasn't even in hospital, let alone having had what she eventually said was three surgeries, Belle blamed her lies on being a teenager. But the final online post came in just one month before she started with longer and more in-depth lies, this time about having that brain tumour. The reports are sketchy mainly because the source, Bell, is so flitting between her accounts but some places report that Bell still claims to this day to think that she did have a brain tumour and other places report that she says that no she didn't it was not true at all that first journalist Nick who had exposed Bell said that the lack of scrutiny from Penguin and Apple these huge huge companies was something that helped Bell gain the sort of traction and the momentum that she did and then Belle gave an interview to 60 Minutes Australia and oh my goodness, this interview is incredibly interesting to watch. I will link it below, but I definitely recommend you watch it. I'll summarise what happened right now. Her lies unravelled even more and she admitted that she'd been unsure of her diagnosis and so sought help from a real hospital. But when she'd taken that brain scan at that real hospital with those real doctors, the information on her scans was passed over to Mark, this health professional, she said, so that he could consult separately with her as a medical professional. She said Mark showed her the scan and it was clear she still had brain cancer. She later said that scan was obviously a fake and it was Mark who had lied, not her. 60 Minutes Australia obtained the records of the real scan, which as suspected showed she didn't have brain cancer. But on top of that, they were told that she never even went in for brain cancer She told them she thought she had multiple sclerosis, which the scans showed she didn't. The report also stated that the consultant had spoken to Bell and told her at that time that the scans were fine and showed nothing abnormal. Those scans happened in 2011, years before she started posting on her social media about her health journey and before the book and the launch of the app. But Belle insists that all those lies took place when she was in her late teens or her early 20s or her late 20s. She doesn't actually know how old she is she says she doesn't know whether she's 23 or 27 or 29 and she says that her birth certificate has been changed twice and her name has been changed four times sadly many of bell's followers did take her word sometimes through desperation sometimes these people had stage four cancer and they tried all the conventional therapies and they just wanted something else seeing bell's miraculous story might have convinced them to try these other remedies, none of them scientifically proven and in some cases that could have been fatal. The damage done to people really suffering with cancer isn't known and the true extent of that will never be known. But Bell certainly didn't have a problem with spreading this potentially life-threatening misinformation. In 2017, Bell was taken to court and she was found guilty of misleading and deceptive conduct. She got a $410,000 fine, but she complained she just didn't have the money. She said she was living on benefits and child support. After failing to pay any of the money, her house was raided, but it's also been reported that Bell has since upgraded her house to a beachside loft and bought a car. So where is she now? Surprisingly, I've found this surprising, Belle's not actually in prison. She is free to walk the streets. And the last public sighting of her was in January of 2020. A video appeared online where she speaks about being adopted by Melbourne's Ethiopian community. But a Shabo Media spokesperson told AAP, quote, She used to come to our meetings regularly and we loved how she showed interest in our people but the community has pulled out from her after discovering her story. In an interesting turn of events I found something in an article that was posted on Bell's social media. She had typed this and it was sort of a premonition of things to come and this was way before her lies were exposed. She wrote, quote, You have serious mental health issues if you conjure up lies, situations, health issues, struggles, or add an unreasonable amount of detail to keep things interesting. Make it your way of creating interaction or to satisfy and keep up all the other lies you've told. Grow up. Calm down. Live simply. Shut the fuck up and be normal, in other words. That didn't age super well, did it? Uh, This is Redrum. Thanks for watching this episode. This is obviously a little bit different to the usual content that I bring out. Sometimes when I'm researching murder, uh, I come across stories of hoaxes or scams or natural disasters or things that I find interesting and I just want to dig into a little bit more. So occasionally I'll bring you some of that content too. Let me know what you think in the box down below. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Redrum. Bye.